Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Super Week is all about fattening foods. Put the good meat out for Dusty. Big screens. Come to my garage and we'll film something, bud. And good sportsmanship. I got a lot of problems with you people. How about you shut up? This is Danny and Dusty on Super Week. Injured? Don't trust just anyone to something so personal. Call George McCoy at Warren Allen. Online at warrenallen.com. Danny and Dusty on 1080. (laughs) The Fan. Hour number three here on Danny and Dusty on a Thursday afternoon on the last week of football in the 2024 season. Wah, wah, wah. You, 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 you seemed kind of down today, and I think I figured out why. It is, a li- it is a little bit of a downer. It is a little bit of a downer. And uh, I see that football season is ending, and that makes me sad. Mm. That makes me sad. But if, as one ends, another one begins. Like a phoenix, it will rise from the ashes. Look at you go. Mm. Keep it going. Like Keep going. That's Keep all going. That's, that's all I got. Okay. That's all I got. Damn. But. I thought we were really rolling. <laughs> As it is a Thursday afternoon at 2 o'clock, it is time to make our final picks of the season. Bum, 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 bum. It has been a long and illustrious road. Dusty, unfortunately, you do not have the opportunity to make it back to 500. No, I don't. No, I'll be one game under. Jeff Russ, right? you have the ability to be at 500 or two games above 500. Weirdly enough, I'm way out. Yeah. After being. Hells yeah, you are. You abs- had a great year picking. Last year, I think I was as good as I was this year. I was equally as bad last year, which means the house wins. The house wins. It, it always wins. wins. It always. <sighs> how you, how are you feeling about your Super Bowl pick? I really think this is going to be an awesome game. Mm-hmm. Like I this I said this yesterday. I've said it all week. Is I'm excited for this game because you have a you have one a very exciting matchup between these two teams, and it's going to be the power of wills. And there is every reason in your brain to tell you this thing could slow down and we could hit the under in it you which is 47 and a half has it moved from 47 and a half is at 47 and a half still checking the live line it's 47 and a half and the spread is two i could see the under hitting very easily i could also see this thing turning into a bit of a track meet and we have a higher scoring affair and being both teams in the 30s i could see a 34 to 31 game i just as easily as i could see it being 7 21 17 27 23 score is screaming to me 
But, and there's a reason why Vegas has the line set at 47 and a half, is because I think a lot of people feel it'll kind of be in that range there. Mm-hmm. But that's what that's what I, I love about this matchup and with the Chiefs defense has been surging at the end of the year. Over the body of work in 17 weeks of the regular season, the San Francisco 49ers defense was one of the best in the entire NFL. And we know when you have Patrick Mahomes and you are going to feed Travis Kelsey and they get that running game going with Isaiah Pacheco, they've unlocked another dimension of this offense that makes them terrifying. In over 17 weeks, what Kansas City was doing on the offensive side of the ball was trying to figure out what they were at the receiver position, what they where they were at with their skills. Well, they've honed it in in the playoffs and they've been really scary with Pacheco leading the charge and then Rasheed Rice as the go-to receiver with Travis Kelsey being Mr. Reliable in the safety blanket. Then you just have weapons. And if Brock Purdy can do what he's done all all season long, which is feed his weapons in the middle of the field, get Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, having defenses on their heels in the run game, they're just as scary, man. I, I I, I I can't tell you how excited I am for this game because you have the two best teams in football. At the beginning of the year, this is the everybody was like, thought. Chiefs, Niners, yes. Mm-hmm. Put it in my veins. If it's the Bills, yeah. I'd love to have Buffalo back in this thing. If it was Baltimore as the season was going on, we were like, yeah, it would be great what? to see them. But at the beginning of the year, we were all sitting there and we were saying, Kansas City and San Francisco, they do appear to be the two best teams in the NFL. And here we are standing at the end of the year. You can't ask for much more. You can't because even like the Patriots dynasty and the Patriots run, there was always flaws that you could look at. Sure. And you could be like, "Yeah, I could see it this year." I, For a long time, not, there wasn't a single wide receiver you could count on. They're not the scariest team yeah. in the NFL. Both of these teams are pretty damn scary, and it wasn't going to be Miami, and we saw why when yes. they had to go and play in anywhere other cold than, temperatures, yes, anywhere other than Florida. So which way are you going? Uh, I will be pulling for the San Francisco 49ers. Mm. My pick is with the Kansas City Chiefs. I do believe in their defense going, a lot. We're going money line or we're going points. I, I'm going well, points because I think Kansas City's gonna win outright. Okay. And I I I believe that, you know, they're what? The line's been fluctuating between two. one and two. Yeah, like I, I like the Niners giving Kansas City two points okay. in this game. For all of the reasons that you just laid out is the exact reason why I'm going to take the 49ers. Go for it. I'm going to take the 49ers and the points, and I'm going to double it up, and I'm going to take the over. Desperation, too. I'm going to take the over. You're I, going I, 47 and a half. I, huh? I, I, I think this is a 50-point game, 51-point game. That's that's the – I've just – as good as their defenses have been, I feel like Kansas City might have to chase a little bit because the Niners have a lot more toys to play with than anybody else they've really faced. And I just, it's going to make them open things up and not be able to go ground and pound and chew clock and chew possessions. And it's going to push the score up ever so slightly. Ever so I slightly. I could see it. I could see it, Jeffrey. Senor Rust. I'm done trying to doubt Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I think they went out right. Sim- simply and blunt? Yeah, I'm tired of getting kicked in the face by that. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to pick a winner in this. Like I said, I, I, I was searching the prop bets, which we'll get to here, or coming up in a few minutes. The sweet, sweet meteor of death was not an option. So It's not. It's, it's not. not. An option. And it's going to happen. I'm rooting for the meteor. On the Raiders' field. Yeah. <laughs> That's the closest the Raiders are going to get for a long, long time. Wow. Hey, but they're going after quarterback in the offseason, guys. Hey, who's their offensive coordinator? Oh, God. I almost cussed on radio. Who, who is it? <laughs> it's Cliff Kingsbury, right? 
It's yeah. Cliff Kingsbury, right? Luke, Luke, oh wait, Luke Getzey. No, it's Luke Getzey. Sounds like a you know sounds what? Sounds like a reject from a from the Great Gatsby. We heard we heard how Jackson Smith and Jigba felt about Shane Waldron. Let's hear how DJ Moore feels about Luke Getzey. <sighs> not. <laughs> I don't. Okay, not maybe even, Cole Komet. It's not even the it's not even the combine yet. I can't I can't do this. I can't. Not even the Underwear Olympics, and I, I cannot. I look, I, I I stuck the landing for Cliff Kingsbury. I refuse to do it for Luke Getzey. I refuse. You can't. It's just not. It's just not gonna be a thing. You can't do it. Nope. Not gonna do it. So there you no. go. We have uh, one for uh, Bang Bang Niner game, two for the Chiefs, and uh, we'll see how this one goes. I love it. We're here. here. I'm excited for the game. It is nice. It's it's nice to finally have a game at Super Bowl it's, it's where here. where there isn't somebody that you're just outside of you, of course, yes. just actively rooting against because you're tired of it. Like I'm, I realize the Chiefs have been there off and on. They've both been there quite a lot lately, but I don't. I feel like nobody's tired of them. No, this is this is the, it's a marquee matchup. It is it is what it is. It, you've got again. We've talked about it all week. The last two weeks, styles make fights, and the styles match up for what should be a good fight. Absolutely. I'm jacked, and I can't wait to see which will breaks first. Because if you look at the the San Francisco 49ers, they're the most comfortable playing to the what is the perceived weakness. I guess it would be the only weakness in the Chiefs game, which is, which is zone heavy, especially through the middle with linebackers that can cover. And then on the flip side of that, you have got a defense that has been playing out of their gourd they're really disciplined and throw so many looks at you in the secondary and when you have Brock Purdy who has been an incredible as that undefeated in, in, in playoff games he's finished the, and he has been out the second half of that game against Detroit is about as damn good as you mm-hmm. get from Brock Purdy dialed in but Steve, Spagman, Steve Spagnuolo throws the kitchen sink at you and he always will and for a young quarterback who hasn't seen it all and who hasn't seen it on this stage where you are in everything about Super Bowl week, everything's magnified a little bit, whether it's your press availability, whether it is just the busyness around your team and you can't really, as much as you try and they can take you out to a resort off the strip, everything is, a there's a buzz around your team and everything, there's no privacy. You have zero privacy this week. That's a hard thing for young players to handle and digest and Brock Purdy's never been a part of this before and that's going to be something that's really interesting for me to see how he handles it. He's been a pro through and through with every single step of his maturation as a quarterback. Hopefully he uh, handles the spotlight better than his doppelganger uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. It's very tough. Are you are you saying he's going to be assassinated? Wow. Well, that's when he was in the spotlight. Just well, I guess it's better than putting him through a scope. My God. All right, coming up next, it is time for Papa Palooza, ladies and gentlemen. The bets that we all are more interested in than the game. 
We get a whole list of them. We'll get through those and more. Can be Baron Danny Dusty, Danny the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. One, two, three, uh. It's a super week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com. On 1080 The Fan. It is the betting Super Bowl weekend. Not for the game, but for the prop bets. The prop bets were unveiled a week ago. The boards across all of these sports books flipped over all at once across the strip, highlighting the hundreds of bets that you could make outside of your spread, over-under, and straight money line. It is awesome. You get a proper palooza. And look, you can get lines offshore on things like how many, how long will Taylor Swift be on camera for? Mm-hmm. Which, uh, I mean, those are fun. I like those when you have like at the Super Bowl party, you put the sheet together oh, you and you do the squares? betting sheet. And you get, yeah, no, yeah. You, you have a sheet together. The oh, okay. squares are one thing. Yeah. Everybody does squares. But you put a sheet together of all of the ancillary props like you'll have the over under on anthem. you know yards of debo samuel but yeah you'll have anthem coin toss gatorade bath mm-hmm. taylor swift those are all great oh those are and those are a ton of fun to to have at the super bowl party and if you don't have one make sure you're the person to put it together Thanks. put those feelers out there to make sure you have that prop sheet ready to go because it has a little bit of juice and everybody likes that right bet, bet some tortilla chips on it no bet some money on it <laughs> responsibly responsibly bet some money on it, but you, you put the kitty together, everybody puts in five bucks. Expressly for entertainment purposes only. There you only. go. It's all, it's all good and fun. It's all good fun that you have there. But then you have some in-game props that are truly awesome. I decided to take nothing but obscure props because that's like what it. Super Bowl's fun for. Yep. Uh, do, you, do you have your list? I do. You do? Okay. Yeah. 
You want to you want to start us off? Yeah, okay. uh, because uh, this one I got longest touchdown. I always like this one. Oh, that's a good one. L- longest touchdown. The over under set at thirty nine and a half at, at circa. And so I went back and I looked over the last twenty Super Bowls. How many games have we had a touchdown of over thirty nine and a half yards? So forty yards or more. Vegas knows what they're doing. 10 and 10. But there is a trend over the last uh, 20 years. We have never had more in the last 20 years, more than two games in a row, have a touchdown of over 40 yards or more. Oh. Yeah. And guess what we've had the last two Super Bowls? A touchdown of over 40 yards or more. So I'm going to go under... The 39 and a half yards for a, a touchdown in, in Super Bowl 58, because in the last 20 Super Bowls, you've only had back to back years. You've never had a run of three or more. Um, and really, if you look at it, since they put, oddly enough, the the Chuck rule, the bump and run at the line of mm-hmm. scrimmage. That was kind of like the death of having the long touchdowns, because we had six straight from Super Bowl 33 to 38. Uh, we had six straight Super Bowls of it with a touchdown of over 30 yards or more. And really since then, they said, no, we, we haven't had it because guess what? You miss on your jam. He's running right past you. Bye. Tutty buddy. And so I'm going to go under 39 and a half for the longest touchdown of the game. I like that. I think that's a, that's a pretty safe, pretty safe play. Uh, like I said, all mine are going to be a little bit, a little bit different in the sense of, uh, what I picked. Uh, for those that are unaware of what a scoregami is, a scoregami is a unique score in the NFL. How many unique scores do you think there's been in NFL history? In NFL history? Yes. I think I saw that there's only, uh, of the possible ones, there's only like Not a ton left. 22 left or something like that that are of even feasible. possible. Yeah. That are even possible. So to get it in a Super Bowl would be truly wild and it has happened in fact 48 to 6 when the seahawks beat the brakes off the broncos that was a score gami it has in fact happened three times in the super bowl era there are 1084 so far unique scores in nfl history nine of them coming this year i like that it's a five percent chance we're gonna get a little weird i'm I'm gonna take the yes on the score gami it's a plus (laughs) 2000. Do you know what scoregamis are available still? Do you know, like, because that would be super weird. Like, if you're hoping for like a 19 to 2 game, I don't think you're going to get that. (laughs) Let me me, me grab these real quick. No, there is a, uh, the, what is it? 39 22 is a opening. Uh, 32 22 is an opening. Uh, 32 12 is an opening. There's a bunch at 32, interestingly enough. Okay. So I, I'm 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 looking at total points around that range. Like I said, the 32 22 one is there. The 32 uh, 19 is also there. So th- there's there there is a distinct line. 32 is a weird spot to land. Yeah. But I'm gonna take it just because it's fun. Uh, but the no on a score gami I mean, is minus to, ten thousand. I'm trying to think of how you get to thirty two. Like thirty two is hard it's a to, weird get number to. to get to. It is because you're looking at you have to. Yeah, four touchdowns with four, uh, four touchdowns. One of them two. being a two point conversion, and then also a field goal. <laughs> sure. 
right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. A little weird. That's a tough. That that is very tough. Um, here's one that you don't have great odds on. Or you could get two touchdowns and six field goals. Sure. There you go. Um, odd or even. First touchdown scored by a, a player wearing an odd or even number. Ooh, that's a good one. Think you have. Think of the even number of guys I'm that go odd with CMC. Odd. Odd is going to be you. Your odds are in odds favor. Yes, because Isaiah Pacheco wears number ten. He is even, but then you think of Travis Kelsey. He wears eighty-seven. George Kittle's eighty-five. Debo Samuel's nineteen. Christian McCaffrey's twenty-three. Ayuk is eleven. Uh, yep, Brandon Ayuk is eleven. Mahomes so is fifteen. If you think of if, if you're yeah, thinking you ran it in the first touchdown is going to be by the San Francisco 49ers. Odd is overwhelmingly in your favor unless you think Kyle Juszczyk is going to be the first touchdown scorer because he's at 44, Purdy's 13, McCaff- everybody that touches the ball odd. for the 49ers is odd. Odd, and you could you could lay down <laughs> lay it down and you're going to be pretty good. You're going to be sitting pretty pretty good with that one. I'm going to go with the traditional heads versus tails. It yes. is there. And in fact, minus 104 and minus 103, I think is it. Yes, and what is minus 104? Heads? No. Tails? Tails never fails. Exactly. The tails never fails gets them the slightly worse odds. I like it. So I'm going to take tails because, you know, tails never fails. I got one here. The Super Bowl MVP, and this is not an obscure one by Mm. any means, Isaiah Pacheco is plus 2,600. I saw that, and I was like, that seems seems like good value. I'm a guy that's going to touch the ball probably a ton. In he's gonna touch the ball probably twenty times. And where is San Francisco the weakest on their defense? Ding 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 ding. Outside ding, ding, ding. in the run game. So if he if the Chiefs win he and he has a for, big game, let's say he gets ninety plus yards and two touchdowns. What does Mahomes have to do to to take that away from him? Mahomes is plus one fifty five. It's a game winning drive, yeah. right? And that's that's or, it. If it's or a tight three game. touchdowns. You know, it's it's got it's got to be a performance that stands out. But if you want to value on anybody but Patrick Mahomes, it's or it, really Brock Purdy, it's Pacheco. Pacheco's plus twenty six hundred, but Travis Kelsey's plus fourteen hundred. Which, if you're getting better odds with Pacheco than Kelsey, I'm gonna go with Pacheco on yeah. that. And then if you look at it on the 49ers side, some of the uh, Debo Samuel's plus twenty five hundred. Christian McCaffrey's plus four twenty five, which I think is pretty good it's odds decent. there, I mean, considering how much he's going to touch the ball. Kittle is odds. plus sixty five hundred, and I think that goes back to his playoff uh, numbers. Playoff numbers. Uh, Brandon Ayuk is at plus fifty five hundred for uh, Super Bowl MVP, and if, if he That's, gets loose and has a big game, watch look, out. Look at the the Bengals in the Super Bowl. It wasn't Chase. It was you know it was T. T's the one who had the the big game. So if the secondary guy gets loose, I could see that being him in that case. Uh, I went with another weird one: a kicker or punter making a solo tackle. What are you, we got odds on that? Oh yeah, plus nine fifty. Yes, minus fifteen fifty. No, give me the yes. Whoa! Give me the kicker or punter making a tackle. All right. Um, I got Chiefs. The first team to score in the game, the Kansas City Chiefs. In this one, because if you look at it, and if it, this really just goes back to who you believe will win the game, because teams that score first in the last seven Super Bowls are six and one. In the last seven Super Bowls, the team to score first is six and one. So you can get plus one ninety five for the Niners first Who's to the score one and win. 
And then first to score and win for the Chiefs is plus 220. I don't know that. I don't know that. I can try to look that up for I was you. Just, I was wondering if maybe if it was the Patriots. Um, yeah, I don't know. But teams that score first win 68% of the time. It's a, it's a good number. 68% of the, the time, it works every, every time. time. Not too bad. I think I'm going to go with the Gatorade. I'm calling red. You're going red. red. Going red. I uh, see. I was. It's fair. Go. That's good call with both these teams being red. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still. I think I'm going to go with blue on that one. Okay. I feel like blue's the play because <laughs> red's red's too close. Uh, I've got a last point scored prop, and that yeah. is the type of last point scored. Whether it is an extra point, touchdown, safety, field goal, and I am going to go with field goal. Okay. I'm not going to go with the extra point. The l- cheapest money is on the extra point because it would be following a touchdown on whatever drive and anybody chasing something, that would probably be it. Uh, that is a plus 180 for the extra point. It is a plus 450 on the field goal. Okay. Now, here's one that uh, if you can find a line on this and you're going to have to go offshore for it, <laughs> but this is a, this is a good one. The last team to score, we we went over first team to score is, is six and one. The last team to score in the Super Bowl is one thirteen straight. Pays the close. Pays the close. Thirteen straight. So if you can find last wow. last score, you're gonna have to go offshore for it. But last team to score, if you can find that, get your money on that one. That's a good one. And you know what is odd is that you right now like the uh, the. Taylor Swift, I can't really find anything on how long she'll be on TV for because they've had that before. Remember when it was the Harbaugh? It was mm-hmm. how many seconds will Jim and John Harbaugh's parents be on the screen? Yep. Or you get like the how many times will they be mentioned in the broadcast? I've not been able to find the Taylor Swift, which tells me that somebody knows that there's an edict down from CBS on we're either going to avoid or we're going to lean into Taylor Swift being on here. And I'm tending to believe with the numbers that we've seen. Those ones can also be can be manipulated a ton, yeah. which is why you would probably see stuff starting to come off the board for that. Something because it's not because it's informational. And you can dictate it. Something tells me that the that data that we just got an, an email saying that 41 percent of people 18 to 34 mm-hmm. in their household are watching because of Taylor Swift's involvement with the Super Bowl, they're more interested in the game. Something tells me the NFL, to the chagrin of of people out there, they will be me- they will be mentioning Taylor Swift, and they're going to sh- continue to show her as they have. Which, folks, it's not a lot. No, it's not a lot. And I bet you when they do when they do show her, I bet they're going to show her more than you think, either before, during, and after the Usher concert. During halftime, because that is yeah, that's, that's usually when they're going to be there. That's usually the time that also the hardcore football fans right. they take their break, mm-hmm. and the people that are in for the ancillary stuff will show. Yes, hundred uh, percent. My last one here: total points or longest field goal, meaning the uh, yardage of the longest field goal being more or less than the total points. I'm going to take the total points. I don't think we're going to get any fifty yarders, and I'm taking over forty-seven and a half. Uh, wow! So. That's a, that's a that's a good one. That's a long field goal, but you're indoors. You don't have to worry about nope. any elements being an issue whatsoever in but this, neither, except for the stupid field, which will probably be an issue. That and while well, both these teams have solid kickers, 
neither of these kickers are guys that are guys that go out there and hammer 55 yarders endlessly. So I think I think you're probably looking at the 50 yard field goal as being the most. And I think again, I think that you're probably looking probably 46, 48 is where you're comfortable. And the line being at 47 and a half, I'm gonna, and I'm taking the over, thinking this is going to be a 50, 51 point game. I'm going to go ahead and take the uh, the total score. All right. We mentioned how do you get to 32. We have had 32 in a Super Bowl. Super Bowl 38, the Patriots beat the Carolina Panthers 32 to 29. Mm, there you go. They got a touchdown uh, they got a touchdown from Deion Branch with an extra point, David Givens with a touchdown and an extra point. Then they went so three four touchdowns with extra points and a 41-yard field goal. And I'm trying to see where they got the other. Oh, they had a two one two point conversion. Mike Vrabel after Mike Vrabel's uh, one yard touchdown pass from Brady, they had a two point conversion to make it 29 to 22 to go up by seven, and they got tacked on a field goal at the end, a 41 yarder. But in that game, guess what else they had? Hmm. On a scoregami game, they had a 50 yard field goal in yep. it. There's a 50 yard field goal by John Casey. You gotta have something a little bit spicy. There you go. All right, coming up next, we will put a nice little bow on the NBA trade deadline. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers have announced that uh, General Manager Joe Cronin will <gasps> speak at 5 o'clock this afternoon. I will be down there to cover that here in a couple of hours. Uh, but ahead of that, we will put a nice little bow uh, on the NBA trade deadline. But first, here's the big Kahuna Sports Center update. I hear they got some tasty burgers. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's a Super Week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com. On 1080 The Fan. The NBA trade deadline has come and gone. The Portland Trailblazers did make a transaction, but it was more in line with what the rest of the league has done around this NBA trade deadline. While there was a there was a lot of actual technical transactions. There was really only, outside of the earlier moves around OG and Anobi, Pascal Siakam, there was really only one move that was like, hey, there's a team giving up actual capital for a player they think can help them, and that was the Dallas Mavericks sending Seth Curry, Grant Williams, and a first-round pick to the Charlotte Hornets for P.J. Washington. This was the trade deadline of like former Blazer players being traded. Ryan Archie Diacono, Kevin Knox, you had uh Rolo getting traded. Um and then Seth Curry. There's four right there. Four former Blazer greats all dealt. I think that tells you a little bit about the trade deadline at the margins. <laughs> and what the Blazers had was a what lot of guys for a on the time. margins. I'm glad that the Bla- like this was the Blazers gave a heavily protected second round pick, which means it is a top fifty five protected second round pick. Which means unless the Blazers are a top five team in the league in that season, that pick will not convey. Which means is very 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 likely they did a transaction using a fake pick. 
Well, and that's kind of what the Bucks did with Rolo to the Kings because it was mm-hmm. for future considerations. They acquired Robin Lopez and are going to release him. Yes. And make him a free agent. The best thing Rolo did all season was get the ball out of the backboard here in Portland. Grabbed that broom away from Jeremy Grant and said, I got this, JG. And I guess he started the very next game, but yeah. they lost. Um, the Bla- I like, it is one thing. I know that people are frustrated. Like, the Blazers aren't making the moves that Joe Cronin told us they were going to be aggressive. That was to surround Damian Lillard. That was a year a ago. Competitive team. That was not this year. This is entirely different. One thing that I am glad that they're not doing anymore, though, is making moves and trying to sell us that it is something that is actually going to help build the future of the team. And I hope that tonight when Joe Cronin meets with the media at 5 o'clock, we don't get the, hey, we're hyping this guy up. He's going to be a real role. He's going to be a real player for us. And no, you made a move to get to 14. You made a move that was on the fringes like everybody else did. Don't try to sell us that it's anything else because it, it, it truly isn't. This is no. a guy who's played like seven minutes a game. Not only that, he's got a team option next year for $2.2 million. So it allows them more roster flexibility going forward. And this is. This is financially prudent. It is roster-building prudency. Wouldn't be prudent. For all of the things that I railed against Neil Olshay for, this is something that the Blazers are being more actively concerned with. The Detroit Pistons, who they are playing tonight, were not. They have added eight new players to the roster in three weeks. I don't know who's going to be playing in this game for Detroit, period. Well, hell, we don't even know who's going to play for Portland because Scoot is questionable. Scoot is questionable. DA is questionable. Jeremy Grant is probable. Malcolm Brogdon no longer on the injury report. Hey. Jer- uh, Jabari Walker is also probable. But, uh, yeah, when I get there tonight, I'm just basically going to go talk to some guys. Be like, hey, uh, anybody not dead? Dead or alive. We, we, we good? Who's going tonight? But you, you mentioned all the all – they traded four guys Detroit did in the last 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And re- released two. Uh, Joe Harris and Yikes. Killian Hayes have been said, your services are no longer required. Oh, did they bring him out here, though? So, I mean, Joe Harris, you don't have to go far to get to Wenatchee. It's true. He could just go I there. doubt he lives in Wenatchee anymore. Yeah. It's the closest he's going to get to Wenatchee. I thought it was, uh, uh, what's the, uh, starts with a C, uh, Shalen, Shalan? Sh- Lake Shalan is Sh- Wenatchee. It's the same thing? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my Washington um, geography not great. Yeah, it's okay. We nobody is with Central Washington that, that, anyway. I I kind of go into a fog in that on that drive. <laughs> Are we to Olympia yet, Tacoma? No, okay. No, they, you don't even go past there. You, they're they're more east. Well, no, but the exit. More but east. I'm saying the exit for it. Way way east. Yeah. Like it's you, way out you there. You just kind of drive. Yeah, well, you want to hit the I-82 or something, right? Probably. Yeah, you want to go <laughs> 84. You're going to head up through. You're going through like the Tri Cities. Yakima. Yeah, yeah, again, Tri Cities. Uh, another drive that I just kind of zone out on. That's, that's, that's beautiful that's area, though. Beautiful, great area. watermelons. Great we'll do, melons. We'll do what Pasco, Kennewick, and uh, uh, what's the third in the that's, tri? That's naming Washington cities. What's the third I, one in the tri? I, I don't know the Washington side one. I don't Pasco, know Pasco, Kennewick, and uh, hell. I don't there you know. go. It's the it's the deuce, it's the duo cities now. Yeah. yeah, there you go. It is what it is. Uh, but as far as the trade deadline goes, uh, it has come and gone. Didn't expect the Blazers to do much, and they didn't. No, uh, and and you did not see players of value moved for lesser value. Richland, Washington, is it? There you go. There we go. Um, no, you didn't. And for the Blazers, we didn't expect much. We didn't get much. You didn't get a Dejounte Murray move. You didn't get Bruce Brown, who was in but, Toronto. You didn't see him move. You didn't see any of the the, the that tier of guy moved. 
because of what was on offer and what's expected to happen this summer. I mean, the one team that did prime themselves to make a move, though, is Dallas. Dallas with Daniel Gafford and going out and getting him. But they got Gafford and PJ Washington reinforced their front court. They're there in that those moves are good. Yeah, I, I mean, think those are I, solid I, moves. I think those are solid moves. But other than that, you saw a lot of deck chairs being rearranged and financial implications for the new CBA next offseason. Yep, coming coming in this summer where the Blazers better make moves. There you go. Yeah. All right, come up. We'll put a nice little bow on the show before we hand you off to Isaac and Soup. Come here on Danny and Dusty, Tenny the fan. Now the world don't It's a Super Week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by George McCoy at WarrenAllen.com. On 1080 The Fan. I really have a few minutes here, but I just wanted to highlight this. The next class for the NFL Hall of Fame, Dusty, is absolutely ridiculous. We're going to get the announcement of uh, up to five of those will be announced here uh, tonight at 6 o'clock from a list of Eric Allen, Jared Allen, Willie Anderson, Jari Evans, Dwight Freeney, Antonio Gates, Rodney Harrison, Devin Hester, Torrey Holt, Andre Johnson, Julius Peppers, Fred Taylor, Reggie Wayne, Patrick Willis, and Darren Woodson. Oh my God. <laughs> Pick five. Um, From that list? Pick five. Boy, uh, well, I think that Jared Allen... I think Dwight Freeney, Antonio Gates, Devin Hester should. Devin Hester damn well should. Andre Johnson, Julius Pepper, Patrick Willis. God, I'm at eight. I think of that, though, I'll go Reggie Wayne, Andre Johnson, Jared Allen, Dwight Freeney. That's five. No, that's four. And then my fifth is, oh, God. It's either Rodney Harrison or... Over Peppers or Gates? Julius Peppers. No, it's Julius Peppers. It's Julius Peppers. So I've got Pepper I've got Peppers and Gates as my absolutes yeah. with Andre Johnson. Golly. Jared Allen. And it's between Freeney and Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> That's an insane list. Devin Hester deserves to be in the He Hall does, but it's eventually. like, eventually. Well, n- now. Just do it. This is stupid. Just do it now. If you're worthy of the Hall of Fame, you're worthy of the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mean, Put their but that's butts part, in there. part of the whole deal is they, they do the limited amount. Dumb. Yeah, that's a great class, though, man. That's a great class, and they're going to get even more loaded uh, moving forward because, look. Whoever doesn't things- make it. <laughs> One of the things now is we have so many statistics that we can look at for these mm-hmm. guys that we, they've been tracking that it's going to make it even more tedious to yes. get through. Just like baseball. All right, that'll do it for us. Barry uh, Bonds is Hall of Famer. We go Super Bowl heavy tomorrow. Yeah, it's uh, we're going to do all day Pistons Blazers. Up next, you've got primetime, four hours of power from their mouths to your ears. Isaac Souk, have a great Thursday. See you Friday from noon to three right here on The Fan. Mm, bye. Gotta hit you guys. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, oh, oh.
engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.